All right, let's get it, boys. <laughs> Welcome back. Another episode of Quality Bullshit, where the bullshit is worth listening to. How's it going? We have another guest this afternoon. Yep, 2.30. It's still afternoon. Say hello to Droopy. Hey, hello. Droopy. Hello, hey, guys. Droopy. Thanks hey, for having Droopy. me. Yeah, you betcha. We got Jed in the background over there. He came back. Hello, Jed. Uh, I don't know. I I don't have anything to talk about, so. I think Brennan's going to, Squatch is going to start this one off with, he had, he had a recent spooky encounter again at his house. I actually did, so on Memorial Day, we were, mom was making beans on the stove. Beans and toast or just beans? <laughs> just beans. And um, so I was just sitting there, you know, shooting the shit with mom and my cousin was over. And the spoon that was in the beans flew out of the pot of beans onto the floor right in front of me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just laughed because I didn't know what else Like came about. out of the pot and landed where? On the floor? Ma. Wow. Nobody was near it. No. That's pretty weird. Yeah. Slenderman wanted some beans. What'd your mom say? <laughs> she just started laughing. She goes, oh, Slenderman's back. I go, yeah. <laughs> Even she's on it now? Oh, yeah. I'd love to hear it. What about you, Drew? Do you have any weird encounters, something unexplained happened to you? Mm, years ago, I went on a, like one of those tours, one of those ghost tours out in, uh, when I used to live in Utah. And they were telling us, I don't believe in this shit. This is like the only thing that I'm like, maybe. So she was just telling us to take pictures of the whole trip and then to go through the pictures and you might see something. Mm-hmm. So I took a picture of this building and I just, for some reason, I just was like, I'm going to open this one. So I open it and like right in the corner. So it's, it's an old train station. And basically the story is there was a wedding and, um, how'd it go? It's, uh, there was a wedding and somehow one of them got caught cheating or something. And the husband threw the ring in the train tracks and the girl got smacked. No kidding. Yeah. And, um, so there's a girl that supposedly wanders around with a white dress and like is trying to find a ring still. So yeah, I took that picture and you can see clearly right in the front of the Rio Grande train station building, there's some figure with my with a freaking dress on. The day after, I woke up, turned on my phone, it wouldn't turn on. No, no way. Yep, so I don't even have the picture anymore. <laughs> oh, you this. don't have it at all? No, it was on that phone. It wiped it. I can't turn it on. I took it to somebody because I was like, maybe the battery's bad. Sure. They're like, no, I don't even know what's going on. I was like, oh, well. Holy That's crap. wild. That is wild. That's the only thing. Like, every time, dude. Yeah. He's got chicken skin right Yeah, now. dude, it's yeah, weird. I, I got it too. That's crazy. It, it's the only story. I'm like, what? Like, okay, maybe. I've heard of like those stories happening before, but I've never known somebody that that's actually like happened to. Yeah, it's the only, and like it's still just. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah I can see it. It's the only story. I'm like, oh, well, maybe, that's maybe there's crazy. something. Wow. Yeah, you hear about that stuff in like Gettysburg and stuff. Right. And, like, oh, I took a picture and there was an orb in the picture. It's like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I believe some of it, but other stuff, it's like, oh, it's just Gettysburg, typical tourist trap, you know, right, like, sure. whatever happened, but. But that's wild. Yeah, and I don't believe in that shit. So when it happened, I was like, oh, okay, maybe. <laughs> right. Maybe, maybe there is some truth to this. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. That, that's pretty hard to explain. You know, it, it, that's, yeah, that's kind of the only one I think I really got, though. Yeah, well, that's a good one to have. Yeah. So I, I don't know Droopy. I, today's the first day I met him. And so I'm just going to get to know him with listeners here. You yeah. said you lived in Utah. How like, Have you lived in anywhere else or where, um, where have you gone? How'd you get here? So I was born here, but I only lived here for like the first two years of my life because my dad was in the Navy at the time I was born. Okay. So when he got out of the Navy, we moved to Washington for like a year, I think. He might have still been in the Navy when we were in Washington. I think he was stationed out there. Then he got out. 
and we moved to Utah. And I've been there for, I think, like 16, 17 years. Oh, and wow. um, so other than that, it's I don't really remember Washington, so I don't really count it. So I pretty much would just say it's uh, Utah and New York for the most part. Right. Whereabouts in Utah? Uh, Salt Lake City, pretty much, because nobody knows Clearfield. But it's like north by like 30 minutes of Salt Lake City. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like it's like here. Oh, yeah, I live in Sodus. Right, Where yeah. the hell is Sodus? You know? yeah. right. Oh, I live near Rochester. Yeah. Oh, okay. East of Rochester, 40 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same cool. thing. Yep. It's uh, I, I mean, I definitely miss it. It's way better than New York. Yeah. New York oh, kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah. Coming out here is just ma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's there to do in Utah? I mean, it's oh. like, is that is that one of those states with a bunch of mountains and stuff? I know it's out west, obviously, but yeah, I bet so, the scenery is freaking awesome. Oh, it's it's beautiful. Um, like growing up, I was on a mountain biking team. So oh, cool. Wow. I was like. And, like, when I say mountain biking, everyone here is like, oh, you got the trail right next to Aronacoy Bay. I'm like, no, you're on a cliff with a fucking trail that's about a foot wide. Like the stuff you see on the internet. Yeah. yeah. And I'm race trying to go as fast as I can on this cliff that's a foot wide, and there's a 40-foot drop on the other side. Mobbing down this. A one wrong move or a rock that takes my front tire out. I'm, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> Jeez. I'll pass. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, like, I mean, like, I'm, like, booking down these hills doing... 40 50 on a bike I, I mean i dislocated my hip doing it that was cool um jeez <laughs> no it's a funny story so i'm going down this hill and i'm just mobbing down this hill and i come around a turn and it's it, it dried up from the morning because i took a slow lap around before the race and it just got real dry by the time we raced so i was taking it like i did in the morning and it just dried up so when i hit it, it i like came down and I started turning and my tire slid out and I put my foot down like a dumbass mm. and it just popped it out. But at my adrenaline was going so much that I stood up and, um, one of the parents, I guess was like, looked at it and goes, Oh, that don't look right. <laughs> <laughs> so I stand up and I go to put weight on it, dude. And I just dropped and the guy comes over and I goes, he goes, I think you dislocated your hip. I'm like, probably. Wow. <laughs> so they had to take like a, the most painful four wheeler ride all the way down this mountain. Cause my shit kept bouncing in and out, and then all of a sudden, somehow bounced in. Really? <laughs> yeah. On the four-wheeler ride? Yeah. <laughs> so by the time I got to the hospital, they were like, yeah, we're not even going to do anything about it. We're just going to give you crutches and charge you a shit ton of money. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, great. So was that like race by time trial? Um, like best? No, so it's like a you get was like, like other people of, up there with you? Yeah, there's like... Really? It was for high school, so... Wow. Or no, not high school. This was junior high. Because high school, I started just doing it by myself. I don't want to do teams. Right. But um, uh, I think we had like 10 people on our team. Um, some other schools had more. But it was by grade. So like it, this time, I was ninth grade. So it was like me against a bunch of other ninth graders. And so I think there in that race, there was like 60 people. Wow. At one time, all on the same trial at the same time? Yeah, and Holy I got a bad crap. starting. I don't even remember what I finished in that race. How do you pass somebody? Yeah, how would you like say? You got 12-inch wide You got to be an dude. asshole. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Just kick them off. There's a little bumping and pushing and yelling in that. Oh, I bet. That's wild. Yeah, it's a fun sport. I miss it. Obviously, I put on some weight, so I can't do it anymore. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I never, never would have thought. The, and then riding. I'm a, I'm a lot of people know I'm a big rider. I like riding my quads and my dirt bikes and side by sides and everything. And there's mm -hmm. nothing. You got a couple mud parks out here. We, I just got back from Silver Lake 
that was cool. But that's, I mean, that's eight hours away from here. Technically 10 because going through Canada still ended up taking us 10 hours. Was, yeah, where was that? So that's in Michigan, oh, okay. right on the coast of, I believe, Air, Erie. No, it's not Erie. Mm, like Michigan? Might be actually just yeah. like Michigan, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just a dune that formed there. And no kidding. Riding's pretty badass there. Met some cool people. So you went up through Canada and up around? Yeah, the first time. So when I drove out there, we're, Canada was supposed to only be eight and a half hours or something, and it ended up taking us ten. No kidding. And so we went around, and it took us ten, too. And there's just no hassle with the other one. You're not switching units and... Right, yeah. Going through the border and yeah. that kind of stuff. But that's my biggest downside i just grew up riding and there's nothing to do out here it sucks mm-hmm. yeah especially because you live now where in greece yeah yeah that's tough too yeah we actually just got uh because we got land in greece we got lucky and found a house with land mm-hmm. in greece which is rare and we got trails in the backyard and we just had a <laughs> luckily our neighbor took care of it but we got some lawsuit against us for because for riding in the back really <laughs> really yeah dude so there's <laughs> So we got this house. It's like, I know they're not going to be able to see it, but like there's a house in front of us. And then this say this is my house. So we go behind this house to get to this house. And then my neighbor's house is this little board right here. Yeah. Then we got about land back there. And then there's like that corner. There's a corner house there, house there. And it's so it's like we're just kind of like, it's a weird spot, but it's cool. But I, uh, like three of the people didn't like it. The guys on the corner fought with us. And we're like, well, they're just kids. They're trying to have fun. They're. Yeah, what else are you supposed to do in the yeah, city? It's yeah, it's your property. Go rob they... a bank or something, dude. What? They'll sit on their their porch, dude. And the kids, because my neighbors, they're they're big into dirt bikes. I'll ride it once in a while, but a, on a big ass quad, it just gets boring real quick. Mm-hmm. But uh, the neighbors will ride, dude, and the, the those the corner people will cheer them on. Really cool. <laughs> yeah, but so like, well, how what were they trying to like sue you over? Like a noise complaint? Yeah, really. Even though there's no noise complaint to complain about, right? I mean, as long as you're not ripping around at midnight or whatever, there's not much they can do. Right, and I, I mean, I can get a bit excessive because those kids got a two-stroke. Oh, yeah. And they'll just ride the same, like, it's not very much. Like, it's about an acre of acre of trails. Yeah. So they'll just ride this acre of trails all day, and then it's like, okay, yeah, give yeah, it up, Yeah, it gets kid. old, hearing that power band all day long. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. this almost reminds me of your neighbors, Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what can you do? But yeah, a, they yeah. say it. at least it's not that bad. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, you do circles around your house, but that's what I thought. I'd be like, you know, I can only do circles around my house for so long. Right. But then again, I'm spoiled. I have 300 acres right yeah. around here that I can go and ride. And like in Jerby situation, it's like they're kids. What what else are you supposed to do in right. in you know Greece? What's there to do? I mean, I I have family that grew up in Greece. My cousin, I played like disc golf with them once i mean i know there's a couple disc golf courses but you know Mm -hmm. if you got hobbies like that it's like there's nothing to do out there right you know constantly have to travel to do something yeah exactly and if you got land you i'm if i'm if i got land and you know anywhere i'm doing it it. yeah i'm i'm using if i'm Mm -hmm. that's my hobby i'm doing it so correct me if i'm wrong droopy but um greece mainly has a lot of bowling alleys for its uh entertainment purposes right there's i think there's Three in the Greece area, because there's one out by the mall, there's one by me, and then there's there's one other one kind of by the mall again. But yeah, there's quite a few bowling alleys out there. What about golf courses? You've got to have golf say, courses is, out there. There's, there's a lot of golf so, courses out there? there. There's that really nice, well, some people say it's nice, some people hate on it. It's that one right by Arondequoit, not right, yeah, uh, 
Nur, no, Duran Beach. It's right oh, on yeah. Duran Beach. There's that one. And then there's a couple right by me, like five minutes away from me. I've, I mean, I don't golf much, so I've right. never been on I mean, I've only went that one time with you guys for mm-hmm. the most part. Yeah, I mean, I'd say within a 20-mile radius, there's probably about 30 golf courses. No joke. Yeah. Wow. There's a lot out there. That's crazy. If I would golf more, I mean, I could golf all day. and You can go to a uh, different course every time and never get bored. Exactly. I mean... I like Greece. At the same time, I don't though. It's ghetto. Like, would you rather live more in the country, like out here? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, don't I'm so that. out of place there. Yeah, I, I've heard that. My cousins get that a lot. Like, they, what cousin is it? Is it Jake? Yeah, he lives out. Jake in Greece, and right? my yeah. other cousin Joe. They've actually, I don't know by who, but they've been called misplaced three one fivers. Oh really? You know, they look like droopy. They got long hair, and you know, mm-hmm. they're they're into fishing and hunting and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's like. You guys don't look like you belong in the city. <laughs> yeah, no, all my coworkers make fun of me because I'll show up to work and I'm in my cowboy boots, my jeans, you know, got the hat and the mm-hmm. mullet going on and they all make fun of me, especially when I worked at Costco. Now that I work in a machine shop, they're all kind of the same way too. Right. Some of them aren't, but um, when I worked at Costco, dude, everyone made fun of me. <laughs> you, you, What machine shop do you work at? I work at Zip Products right off of Blossom Road. All right. I got a cousin that works at Jake. He works at uh, Micro. I don't know exactly where it is, but I've heard of it. I don't know where it is. Though. Yeah, he. And okay. I think he said it's like ten or fifteen minutes from his house. Mm. But uh, yeah, he he's been. He said, um, I think when he came over last weekend, he was saying because he wants to build a barn on his property, and uh, he's like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take a month off of work, and if my job's there when I get back, fine. If not, then fine. There's plenty of other, you know, machine shops around here that I can go work at. Dude, yeah, we're always freaking hiring. It's just machine shops always need more people. Mm -hmm. Machine shops, I mean, that's something you're always going to have there. So do you just run machines there? Um, Or are you not allowed to get into it? No, I can. Oh, all right. What do you do? Uh, I kind of do everything right now. Right now, they're trying just to make me the black of all trades Mm because... Jack, not black. Because <laughs> uh, we just kind of need everyone right now. So they're like sending me to school. So that's cool. So I'm getting my school paid for. I mean, cool. I never planned on going to college, but if they're going to pay for it. Why not? Yep. They, yeah, they did the same thing with my cousin. Yeah, he's, he worked there at like, it's like Bosey's for us. I think they call it like Momoko or something. And he went to this shop for like an internship in school and then... Like, as soon as they graduated, they gave him a job, and like you said, they sent him through school, and he's been working there for, I don't know, probably at least 10 years. What's Jed doing over there? The Jetty. The Jetty. <laughs> You've heard of the baby. Yeah. This is the Jetty. But he's playing with the BB gun. <laughs> he's he's cock-locking right He's just setting the atmosphere right. So, uh, Droopy, something we always ask our, well, our one guest is, uh, what's your favorite fish to catch? Well, I'm going to have a... Because you've gone ocean, ocean fishing, right? Uh, I, I went once in Florida. And I, I and I guess I kind of threw a, a little bit in Texas. But um, I didn't catch anything special, so I can't say much about the ocean. Did you? So to interrupt you, what did you catch out in Utah? Utah. So that's why, I'm, that's why I'm debating. So Utah didn't have bass. Like, they have bass, but it's nothing like New York. New York bass are completely, like, it's weird coming, catching a bass here. And then you catch a bass in Utah. You know, you're happy when you catch a bass about... A foot and a half, not even. Oh, really? You're like, oh, yeah, big bass. Yeah. Um, here, you, you look at a, like, I'm catching these bass, and 
at first it was really cool. I'm like, oh my God, this is a huge bass. And now I'm looking at them and <laughs> now I got friends like Brendan and you guys. Yeah. I'm seeing these other bass. I'm like, dude, what is this? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, anything under three pounds is just. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm like, dude, this is garbage now. Like, I can't even catch these three pound bass and there's these big bass out here, dude. Three pounds in Utah. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I wonder what the state record is. I'm gonna look it up in Utah. Yeah. Oh, uh, I do. I I wonder. Yeah. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Um, my fate. So I'm. This is why I'm debating because I grew up catching rainbows. Sure. Rainbows, and I mean, there's some nice rainbows in Utah. Like you guys don't have rain. That's the thing. You guys don't have rainbows like we do in Utah. Mm-hmm. Utah, we get rainbows like this big. Really. And so. There's some maybe that big, but they're way out in the lake. Yeah, you got 200 feet down. Yeah, you got to troll out there, dude. You just cast it right off the shore, dude. So Utah, you get this trick, um, a trick that I grew up always using. Can catch trout any day of the week like this. If you just want to 12 gauge, just yeah, there you go. (laughs) If you just want to cast out, kind of sit there, hang out. You you literally just you put a egg sinker on, and then on the end of the line, you put it about two foot up. You put like one of those little mini marshmallows, and then a worm. Yeah, just throw that out there, dude. You'll catch catch a trout all day no kidding yeah i I once did that in a night uh i fished for like three hours and i pulled out 12 trout like decent sized trout i pulled out more but i kept 12 wow so according to google state record utah largemouth is 10 pounds two ounces that's a big bass where'd buddy catch it lake powell Oh, yeah, Lake Powell does have big bass. I forgot about that. But it was in 1974. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. I'm pretty sure the Bassmaster Circuit actually fishes that lake. Lake Powell, yeah. Lake Powell's stocked. They stock Lake Powell, though. Uh, The striped bass, 48 pounds, 11 ounces. Yeah, there is big striped bass. I I didn't think about that. (laughs) Jed wants to go striper fishing. Um, I don't know. I guess if I was to say my favorite fish, it would probably just be a trout because I grew up catching them. I love catching rainbow trouts. I do. I can't catch them out here. I haven't haven't caught a single one. I've targeted them. Like, I don't know. I've gone fishing just for rainbows like 10 times. Nothing. Yeah, I caught one on accident one time. Oh, it was a long time ago, years ago. It was right in the uh, Sodas Point channel. Oh, yeah. Sure. I, I don't remember what I was using. It was probably like a spoon or something maybe, I think. Yep. I don't know what I was fishing for. I think I was just screwing around fishing, and I hooked into something, and it was a, it was it wasn't huge. It was probably maybe twelve inches long or something, but it was just, it was definitely a rainbow. So, what's your final answer on what's your favorite to catch? Well, he said trout, didn't he? Yeah. You could do a top three. I think Judd had to do All a right, top. If I'm gonna three. do a top three, it would be between rainbow, Utah rainbow. Yeah, Utah rainbow. <laughs> Get me out of this New York rainbow <laughs> shit. Um, rainbow, and you know what? I got a very unpopular opinion. Just because of the other day and the amount of times I've caught them, especially when I'm not fishing for them, they get it's a fun fight. Carp. Yes. Here they get shit very, on a lot. Yeah, it's a very unpopular opinion. But just like yeah. Friday, I went out on my kayak and I was fishing around Akoi Bay and I was just fishing for for a bass and I had uh, just a Senko on and I'm jigging it on the bottom trying to see if there's anything still in the beds or anything or whatever. And... Dude, I thought I caught this monster bass, dude. I fought for 20 minutes because there's like a cattail forest right there. Buddy brought me in like 10 feet in this cattail forest. So I'm trying to pull my line to make sure it's not loose. Work my freaking rod around these uh, <laughs> cattails, dude. It was, it was one of the most interesting yeah, fight, fights they, I've ever had. They fight like a submarine. Dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then when I saw it, dude, I mean, it wasn't big, but they're just, it's a fight. Yep. So unpopular opinion, dude. I They're really big over in like the UK. 
They love yeah. fishing for carp over there. Yeah. But they also get huge perch over there, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, they have, like, a different subspecies over there, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, that's but. where Ryan is right now, and he oh, said yeah. it, it's big over there. Yep. Well, if we're talking about the top threes, why don't we get everybody's top three? Do it one more time. Yeah. And then I guess my... Well, hold on. So you got rain, Utah Rainbows. Carp is your number two, or is Bass your number two? Bass is my number two, and then All I'd right. say Carp. Top three. But carp when I'm three. not trying to fish for them. When I'm not trying to fish for them <laughs> right. and I get a carp, dude, it's exciting. So the bonus carp. Yeah. Yeah. Like when, when I'm just trying to fish for something else and you just get this awesome, amazing fight, it's cool. Oh, and then, uh, yeah, like one time I was fly fishing and I caught a carp off a fly rod. That's oh, a fun that's fight. cool. That's a long fight, though. I mean, yeah. that, that, thin is, that string is just so thin and you just can't really, uh, I mean, you, you got to be real nice with it and work it i mean that one i caught in lake pal and that oh, i wish i had a picture of it it was probably about three foot long wow big carp i mean i fought that for probably close to like 40 minutes just no you can't you can't pull them in and right. every, anytime you get close and you're like oh finally <laughs> yeah dude they're just gone so all right what was your uh top three squatch smallmouth oh that's a hard decision now that i think about it um number three would probably have to be pike Mm-hmm. And then number two is gonna have to be Bofin. Oh, oh, big Bofin! That's a good one. Bofin. I so the first time I ever caught a Bofin was in Florida, and I didn't like. I none of my family really grew up fishing. Like they fished, but like, like I'm the first one to really get into fishing in my family. So like, I kind of learned everything myself. And I caught this Bofin in Florida, and I was like, "What the fuck is this thing?" So I go to lip it like a bass. Oh, no. <laughs> and Buddy's teeth are inside his gums. So I lip it like a bass, dude. My thumb was bleeding for yeah. hours. Yeah. Yeah. It they was, got some teeth on them. Yeah, dude. Cut me all up, dude. Oh, I bet. I, I, I brought it to my dad because I finally just gilled it with my middle finger. And I brought it to my dad and there's just blood running down oh, my arms. No. He, goes, he goes, what did you do? I go, check this out. I go, and I'm pulling back his gums and showing him his teeth. He goes, what is that? So we had to look it up. and No kidding. Yeah. No, I've actually caught. You've caught a quite a few lot of both, yeah. and uh, I think I forget how big my biggest one is, but it's pretty it big. big. I mean, Jerry's seen me lose a pretty nice one down yeah. at our other yeah. spot. Yeah, we I fished. don't want to talk about that. That one creek we fished too. You lost. I lost a big a one. My, that, that was going to be my PB yeah, for sure. That thing was that probably was almost three foot long. Yeah. That was all of eight pounds. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. One sec. I got a question because now it kind of gave me an idea. What is the like? You know, like you lose a fish, and it's like sometimes it's whatever, and then sometimes you're like. I wish I would have caught that. What is like, how do you word this? Like, like the biggest fish you wish you caught. Yeah. Like what is the fish you the wish f- you caught that, that you didn't away? lose? Yeah. What is the one that got away? The one that got away. Well, let me tell you, it was about this big. Yeah. <laughs> Cause mine, if I was to say it, I was out with my, my, one of my coworkers and he's got like a little John boat and we were out on, um, black Creek and we were fishing in these coves and, Dude, I, I don't want to be exaggerated about it, but I'm going to be exaggerating about it. We I was casting, and I got pissed off because this guy reeled in two fish in, like, all day. Yeah. And he's telling me he was hyping this spot up. He's like, this spot, I'm catching these four-pound bass, five-pound bass all day. And I'm like, all right, well, take me. And we went there. He got two bass. I didn't catch shit. And so I just finally gave up, dude, and I threw my pole, my pole down, and my lure was sitting right on the water, dude. And we just see this big white freaking fish. So I'm pretty sure it was a sturgeon because I could see its bony back and everything. Come up, take my lure like three inches off the top. I swear to you, four foot long. Oh. <laughs> Snapped. Really? Yep. 
So was that in Utah or was that here? No, that's here, Black Creek, that was Black Creek. I don't right, know right by that. Rochester. Oh, okay. Gotcha. No but kidding. There's like Black Creek where everybody fishes, and then there's like Black Creek that you have to have a boat to get to. Sure. And that's where we went. Gotcha. No kidding. Yeah. So that's mine that got you, away that I'm still mad about. What's your story about the one that got away? You know, mine is probably when I was uh, fishing a high school tournament at Cayuga Lake. And I finished in six with four fish that weighed 23 and a half pounds. You finished sixth? Sixth. Wow. The winning bag was 26 pounds. And this one fish that I lost is what I needed to win. And it was probably. Was it a big largey or a big yeah, smallie? Big largey. Almost, I caught my PB that day. My PB is seven pounds even. Yeah. In the north end. In the north end. Yeah. And this fish was all four, if not five pounds. And I lost him right at the boat. Because I had a If you had that one, it. you would have won. Yep. And uh, I would have went to Tennessee to fish, but. What about you, It's Jared? one of them fishing deals, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't really know, to be honest with you. Not that nothing really stands out in my head that I've lost that was like, oh, I really, that was, that was like a huge fish or something. The only thing that I can really think of was that smallmouth that you caught that I thought you lost, but didn't. <laughs> we still but, landed. But I don't, I don't really know, to be honest with you. I don't really have a. If I can, if I think of one, I'll let you know. But yeah, mine would have to be. This was years ago. I was probably fourteen or fifteen or so. My dad and I were fishing a rock bass tournament, and you can ask him to this day; he'll still tell you all about it. I hook into this huge rock bass, and I kid you not, the thing is probably two pounds, Jesus. maybe a little bit over. This thing is huge. I get it to the boat, and my dad goes, "Let me grab the net." I go, "No, I got it." I go to boat lift it, just boat flip it. Lift it out of the water, snaps it, it's gone. <laughs> so if I could have that one back to see what it actually weighed, I would because that it's one was new a state record. That thing was a monster. I I caught a largemouth once that it wasn't very big, but it just made me think of it. That story. Um, I was at Port Bay fishing with my cousin or something, and uh, I had had a fish on, reeled it all the way to the boat, went to like you said, lift it up or bend down and lip it or something. And uh, somehow, because I, I use those little swivels for quick quick cha- lure changes or whatever, because if, if I fish for five minutes and don't catch anything, I'm changing lures, and I hate retying. We got Jed here. Let's ask him, too. Jed, what's the one that got away for you? All right, I guess I won't tell my story. No, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, finish your story. Now I'm invested. No, oh, but anyway, the, it what came, it was, I, you know, I went, went down to lip it, and the swivel head like opened up and the fish just like flew off the hook flew off in the fish's mouth and the fish swam away with the lure in my mouth and it's like i was pissed now that you say that i actually have a story pretty close to that so i was out ice fishing with my dad and we were hammering pike like left and right we caught our limit and then we just kept fishing and throwing them back and we had one of the biggest pike on we've ever seen like it swam past the hole and looked like a submarine Mm -hmm. And we get it all the way up to the hole, and it does a shake, and it opens the, um, you know how on the steel leaders you got that swivel on the end? Yep. It opened the swivel on the end of the steel leader and just disappeared. Yep. We could not believe it. Yep. Yeah, the one that I caught, it wasn't huge. It was probably, like, say, two, two and a half pound, but it just, it's one of those things where it's just heartbreaking. It's like, yeah. oh, my God, it was, I had it almost in my hand. I had, like, touch it with my thumb and just, like you said, head shake, spit, gone. Well, it's even worse when it's one of the biggest pike you've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, I bet. Like, that would have for sure been a wall hanger. 
I have two that I have two that stick out pretty good to me. I had um my PB Pike I lost last year, like last spring, April I think. I was fishing this. It was a I remember I remember it because I was fishing super murky water and I had no idea what I was doing. So I had a white Z-Man soft plastic swim bait on, and I was just burning it up through like trees and stuff. And this giant pike comes up and smacks it at the boat. My drag was cinched down. Hook set. It was like 15-pound mono. Snapped it right off. Like clean off. It was probably a 9, 10-pound pike. And then my other one was this spring, like a month ago probably. I had my PB bass on. It would have been close to my PB probably. And I got it right up. I was fishing these these tall docks. And... I got it right up to the right up to the side of the dock and I leaned down to go grab it. I had my rod like up over my head. And I'm like on my knees leaning over the side of the dock and the thing just head shakes and the line had it didn't have enough tension to like keep tension on the hook. Mm-hmm. Pop the hook right out of its mouth and swam right back down. Heartbreak. Yep. Yeah, I, I was uh pretty upset about that one. But uh yeah, that's those are the two that really stick out to me. So since we got here for a minute, um, give us a quick rundown of how it went out states or the, was it the qualifier or something? Yeah, um, it was. How'd that go? It was like our far. It was like our regional qualifier. So we we ended up getting smoked pretty bad. Uh, we played. I think they were like the number four team in the state or something like that. And do you know what you were ranked in the state? I, I can't remember. I don't think we were ranked that high just because our class isn't it's kind of a not a very good class, but mm-hmm. um yeah, it was like seventeen to four. We got eight put up on us in the first inning and that kinda just played out how the game was gonna go from there. We just kinda got swept under the rug and never really wanted to come back out. I mean half of us didn't really want to be there because obviously like sectionals was our goal and we already got that, and this was kind of just like a couple of bonus games for some of them, I think. But not to mention that it was also like ninety degrees that day. It was really hot, dude. And some kid, some kid's dad on the other team tried to fight me. Oh yeah, Droopy came Jeez. to the game, dude. He got all mad. Brendan knew he was trouble from the start. Yeah, I looked at this guy, and I go, I can tell just by the way he's standing and walking back and forth, and the way he's talking. I knew he was just trouble. That's why I walked away. Yeah, you oh, yeah. you get you get those parents that are like that. They're like they're like super freaking invested in yeah. their kid's sports career, and, and it's not, like, dude, this kid's in high school. Take it easy. Not to be a dick or anything, but that kid was nothing to. He was doggy doo doo. He threw fast, but he couldn't throw straight. <laughs> he how many times did he walk pit or play batters? A lot. He, he probably he walked, walked he, the first two batters that he was up to pitch. He threw one strike to me, and it. So I bat. I batted second in our lineup. And he walked the first batter with four stri- or with four straight balls, and then he threw, like it was one and zero. He threw a strike that was at my shins that the ump called the strike, and then he threw me three more. Yeah, not to mention those umps were off, uh, off something. They that should day not have been getting a state game. I want to say it was the l- second to last inning, maybe. Yeah, and um, I don't think I told you guys about this, but so who was up to bat, Henry? It was either Henry or yeah, Austin. I can't was, remember. It was one of those two, probably. So the ump is watching the ball, obviously, and it's outside. It's a ball. And the ump goes, did he swing? Jesus. And he looks at the he looks at the third baseman player, not the coach, the player, 
and asks him if he swung. Oh, my God. Not to mention this is in a state qualifier game. Right. So yeah. you're supposed to have pretty solid umps for this. Yeah. The, yeah, that how was How many terrible. would they have, what, two two on the field? They three. had three there. Three. The, the two guys, the one, the field ump with, the, uh, with, like, the beard, that guy with, like, the gray beard, and then the guy that was behind home plate, we had those in Canistillo, and he was the guy that was throwing out everybody. Both of those guys. They threw out, like, four people that game. I should have tried to get thrown out. I got thrown out once out of a baseball game. <laughs> it was more or less by accident, but I was up to bat once, and I got struck out, was pissed off, you know, tossed my bat toward the fence, and the ump goes, you do that again, you're out of here. So the next time I was up to bat, same thing, struck out, and, like, I tossed the bat in, like, midair. I was like, oh, shit, I threw the bat again. And so I went tried to gather it up real quick, and it was too late by that point. He's like, you're gone. So God damn. I was not happy. Yeah, I, I pretty much did the same. I've only gotten thrown out one one game and it, like I didn't even do anything. The ump like got the situation wrong and he was already a hothead and he just tossed me. I was pitching and I the catcher that I had just wasn't very good. I was playing on like a pretty just kind of subpar fall ball team just to play some games. And this was probably 3 4 years ago. I threw a ball, the catcher dropped it. He could have easily just, like, gotten the ball and ran back to home and tagged the kid because there was a kid on third coming home. Threw the, he, like, just lollygagged back to get the ball, came back to me, gave me the ball, tagged the kid, called the kid safe, and then I just, like, started walking back to the mound. I didn't even really say anything. I just, like, muttered something under my breath, and then the ump just ran me for no reason. Back to that fight. So I'm cheering for, like, obviously, I'm cheering for Sodas. And I start getting loud because, like, the game's pissing me off. So I'm starting to, like, really cheer them on. Like, any any little thing, dude, they hit the ball. I'm like, oh, my God, you guys hit the ball. So I'm, like, just cheering them on. And the one this one guy is just getting pissed off for some reason because somebody's cheering against his kid. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. He's getting all pissed off. And start. I can hear him talking to the other parents on the other team. Oh, country boy over there is about to get his ass kicked. He doesn't know what's coming to him or some shit like that. I don't remember exactly what he said, but he just started trash talking. And I'm just ignoring him because I'm like, dude, I'm at a, like, we're at a high school game. Yeah. Like, it's not that serious. So I can't remember if Jed, Jed smoked the ball off the bat or if he was he scored. I can't remember which one it was. De- it was definitely when I scored because I hit like shit that game. Yeah, okay, maybe it was that. the one to say anything. <laughs> so maybe it was when you scored and – I just start screaming, a boy, Jen. I'm clapping, and I'm just going off. And this guy looks at me, and I hear him go, Hey, asshole, you know the score is uh, – you got to triple your score to even get close to us. And I just looked at him, and I go, okay. <laughs> and I smiled, and, dude, buddy buddy left. I didn't see him the rest of the game. <laughs> buddy rage quit. I literally, <laughs> I literally called it as soon as we stepped over there. I go, that guy's an asshole. I could tell just by looking at him. And that's why I walked the other way because I was like, I ain't doing. I'm not beating yep. the shit out of some scrawny little piece of shit today, <laughs> dude. Buddy looked like walked like he was fucking buff, but you could just tell he was like just didn't eat and was naturally skinny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> buddy probably runs a mile a week, <laughs> maybe. Jeez, he thought he was something, but he wasn't much. Hunter, you've never been thrown out, have you? He's shaking his head no. Goody two shoes over there. Who would throw Hunter out? I should have made it my goal to get thrown out. I never got thrown out, but my dad got almost got thrown out of a Little League game. <laughs> Did he really? A Little League game? <laughs> I don't know if I remember that story. Yeah, so we were in Little League, and I forget exactly what the circumstance was. 
I think it was a like I was pitching or something. And I threw a a strike. It was like right down the middle, and the guy called it a ball. And everybody was like, "That was a strike!" Like all the parents were like, "That was a strike!" It was right down the middle. And like two or three other people, like the assistant coaches, said that too. And my dad was the la- just happened to be the last one. I was like, "That was a freaking strike!" The ump comes over, takes off his jacket, throws the pitch counter down, goes, "You want to ump this game?" <laughs> my dad's like, "No, I don't want to ump this game. You ump the game. That's what you're getting paid for." I could see but that happening. That was a good time. That's funny. <laughs> That's a great story. <laughs> so, uh, similar situation with my dad. This was like, I think it was last year. We were playing in what used to be our rivals. It's flipped from the west side of us to the east side now. So, we were playing Williamson. And so I don't remember what happened, but my dad was chirping the umpire for whatever reason. And now I make him. Like, this whole season, I made him sit way down the left field line so the umps can't hear him. So, he was sitting right on the first base side since we were away, and he was basically in the first base ump's ear. And he said something to the ump. The ump turned around and said something back to him, and then eventually he ended up calling my dad a shitty parent. My dad, like, flipped out on him, and the the ump was like, do we need to get the police down here? And my dad was like, fucking call them. What are they going to do? Yeah. Yeah. No, he would get pretty heated. There was one other time, I think, uh, we were playing NRW, and uh, I think I struck out on a shitty pitch or something, and as I was walking back to the dugout, I was like, you suck, ump. And he like he stopped the game. He came over to the dugout and was like, "Who said that?" And we were all just kind of sitting there. He's like, "If I hear that again, you're gonna forfeit this game or something." And I was like, I, "That day, I learned my lesson. I didn't say another word the whole game." But it's like, "Oh, maybe that was a bad idea." <laughs> I used to be a a hothead in little league. I used to like spike my bat into the ground after I would strike out, or I would like one time I got thrown out at second, and I. I took my helmet off on second base and kicked it from second to third base. Just punted it. It was like a 50-yard field goal. I was like that when I played football. I was pretty uh, – I'd get pretty pissed off. Was, you, you you, you were – I know you're – I think you're a big bowler, right? And No? I thought no. you uh, – I didn't Must know, be someone else. Dude, I didn't even know bowling was like this big of a sport until I met Haley. And she's like, yeah, I bowl for college. I was like, that's a thing. Okay. <laughs> So what what sports have you played? I guess you can get back to your story. I didn't want to interrupt, but um, I played football. That was like the biggest one I played. I played that all the way up until high school, and then high school I kind of gave up sports. I don't know why. I wish I didn't because I love sports so much. But I I, I don't know. I, I just kind of went through like a thing where I was like just not happy with myself yep. for all of high school, and then as soon as I got out, dude, I'm I'm fine again. But I I wish I would have played. But uh, I did basketball. Um, Except my coach didn't really like me. I would make like three points a game, and every point I would get, he was like, oh, you could have passed it to that kid. I'm like, well, I didn't, and I scored, so I don't, right, I don't yeah. know what you're complaining about. So I, I, I just didn't play. I wanted to play basketball again because I had fun with my team. The coach was just not happy with me scoring for some reason. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, I, I was shooting them, and I was making them. It wasn't like I, like, I don't think, I probably took two shots that I missed that entire season. The rest, I'd make like three points a game. So, and you get pissed off about every single one <laughs> now was that just one three-pointer or three foul shots or <laughs> no, just whatever like three <laughs> shots in general like i'd be making three-pointers i'd be making you know like you know like the layups like whatever it was i'd be making them and you'd get pissed who knew droopy was a hooper yeah i didn't 
Uh, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, you got to tell the story about when we went and subbed for Droopy's grandparents. Oh, Jesus. Well, let, let Droopy tell his football story. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, in football, uh, I don't even remember where I was going with that story. Oh, I was just a hothead. Yeah, I was. I'd get pissed well, off at the littlest things. Well, I mean, in football, that's almost a good thing. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> makes you play harder. Or well, whatever. especially in my last three years, I really started picking it up. I played for six or seven years, all all as a kid, and the last three years, I really started picking it up. And I was I was out on the field all the time. I was out kickoff, return kicker, whatever, and then offense, defense, and it was whatever. Like I'd be center, and then. They'd take me off a of center, dude, and parents would chant for me to put get put back onto center because <laughs> nobody knew how to do like they couldn't pitch and then block at the same time. And I think we found out I was the smallest center in the entire league, but I still was like they considered me the best, so that was cool. I was a good center. Um, and then in defense, I was either defensive line, just kind of wherever they wanted me at that moment, or I was I was linebacker a lot because that's what I really liked doing. I liked being linebacker. I liked staying back, figuring out what's going on, and then going and yeah. stopping that play. And then offense, I did I did fullback for a minute, but it was mainly just uh, – I was mainly um, linebacker and uh, center. So, But, yeah, I'd get real pissed. Like if somebody got past me, dude, I would, I'd lose Beat my yourself shit. up about yeah, it. Dude, I'd get yeah. so pissed, dude. I'd be – I'd be kicking the fucking dirt in mid-play because I'm like, dude, this kid just got past me. And then, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I come out on defense and I'm pissed off. Wait, so your brother plays football, right? Quinn, yeah, he plays football. What? He broke – what did What did he break last year? Uh, His femur. Ooh, oh, my dad was, broke yeah. his femur. Yeah, he broke his femur. And, not uh, football. But. He was not happy about that. He he wasn't so ha- – like, he didn't care that he broke it. He cared that he couldn't play the rest yeah. of the season. How long was he out for? I think he was out for the rest of the, the rest of that time. Yeah, when my uh, dad broke his, he was laid up for like nine months. Of course, it was he was you know older at the time, but yeah, that I I think I learned the femur is like the biggest bone in your body too. So yeah, that's it's like it's one of the really hardest ones to break yeah. too. So you break it and that's painful. Well, not to mention your brother's really nothing but skin bone and a little bit of muscle. I wouldn't even call it muscle. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, I love fired. the kid, but he he doesn't. Uh, he he flexes a lot, like he thinks he's big, but it's like it's he doesn't go work out or anything. So he's just one of those kids that's just naturally got a little little something on him. He's like the guy. He was like that parent. I doubt he works out, but, but buddy walks yeah. around flexing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> dude, we've got that kid freaking flexing in the mirror, and I'm, I'll dude, I'll tell him I'm like, dude, you got nothing on you, dude. <laughs> okay, um, Brandon, tell your bowling but, story. Uh, all right, so uh, this was obviously over the winter. It's bowling season, and. Uh, Droopy gets a hold of me. He goes, hey, you want to come sub with me and Daniel for my uh, grandparents' bowling league? I go, well, I mean, if you're offering, I'm in. So then I was like, well, let's bring Jed along too. Because, you know, Jed just got into bowling last year, and who doesn't want to bowl? <laughs> so we get there, and I'm like, wow, this alley's looking a little rough. Because <laughs> it's in, like, the basement of a building. And Where yet- was it? In Greece, it is in Greece. Yeah. What's it called? Doms, right? Doms, Doms, yeah. two Doms. Yeah. yeah. So we get in there, and I'm looking around. I'm like, this place is actually pretty nice on the inside, dude. The shot was easy, and it was just like a regular house shot. <laughs> and um, so we start warming up, and I'm thinking, I'm like, we're all pretty on point today. <laughs> like, I don't know if this is gonna be fair for everybody else. 
So we start bowling, and, you know, the first game was all right. I mean, we all shot decent the first game. And then the second game, you know, our scores went up 30 pins each. Then uh, the third game. <laughs> the third game, we blew them out of the water. <laughs> Mind you, this is a four-person league. And so Jed, what did you shoot, 275? Two, 277. Jed shot 277. Daniel shot 275. And I shot 259. Yeah, wow. And then Jaden reeling in the rear with 111. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, I can't remember what our series was. I can't it remember if wasn't it was. Wasn't it like 1,200? I'm pretty sure it was like 1,200 for four people. Yeah. Which normally for a Section 5 bowling team, that is ridiculous for a score. Yeah. and We um, definitely would have won sections <laughs> if we went this year in both. Yeah, well, it was insane. And... um. The people next to us were the ones that were freaking out the most. So we're bowling against, like, I think it was a mother, father, and her daughter, and her boyfriend or something like that. Yeah, there was um, four of them anyways. The father goes, how are you getting your ball to spin like that? (laughs) And Daniel and I, we all just look at each other, and we're like, it just kind of happens, I guess. And, um... I can't remember. One of the ladies was asking Judge. She was like, "Why are you wiping your ball off?" Yeah, because <laughs> every. Oh, what did I forget yeah, about this? Yeah, every shot I take, I have a. a <laughs> it's called a chamois pad, and you just take the the oil on the ball that from your oil track where the ball meets the lane, and you just wipe the oil off the ball. And I'm I'm in the middle of doing that, and this girl comes up. And she's like. Why are you wiping your ball off? I was like, <laughs> I was like, it just takes all the oil that's on the ball off of it. And she's like, there's oil on the lanes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, are you gonna finish it? You remember what she said though? I after don't remember. Oh, she, she goes, she goes, what is it? Like olive oil, dude? And I look oh, at yeah, she's she's like, Jed. Looks like, at me. Vegetable oil? Dude, I look at Jed, and Jed looks at me, dude. I was like. The only like one of those moments where you try not to <laughs> so laugh. So hard dude. not to laugh in those situations. <laughs> dude, I was like, there's no way she just said this <laughs> vegetable oil. <laughs> but yeah, that was a that was a fun night. Yeah, that I was mean, a, that, that was, was a really good day. And then uh Jed had to go do something the next day, so he couldn't stay and hang out at Droopy's house, but went back, had a little celebration and got up the next day and watched Daniel go bowl. I'm always doing Drank something. a little bit and then got a call about Squishy dying. Yes, we did. <laughs> Talk about a mood killer, dude. That was. And you guys we're all were... we're literally all sitting around the campfire, smoking a cigar, having a good time. And Haley FaceTimes Droopy and goes, "Squishy dying." I'm trying to sober up in the moment and like pretend like this is a serious thing. And I got them over there going. But I'm like, oh, God, dude. And I'm just like, I'm having to point the phone away from my face and mute it and then start laughing. And then I'm like, <laughs> and then start talking again. <laughs> yeah. So Daniel and I are sitting there like staring at each other, trying not to laugh. And I'm like, I'm about to lose it right now. <laughs> And I told Jaden to mute the phone so he could laugh real quick. And I was like, I knew it was going to happen. Nobody took care of it. I mean, Jeez. Haley was never home. I forgot the damn thing was even there. Does she listen to this podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah. Haley, <laughs> She's going to hear about this. She knows that I started laughing. Haley, big shout out to you for uh, interrupting. <laughs> Hello, Haley. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, she, she's going to. I already told her the story that I was trying not to laugh about it, so it, I won't get in trouble this time, I don't think. Yeah, that was 
Don't get droopy in trouble, Haley. <laughs> Please. That was, that was very funny. I I mean, it's not funny, but in the moment it was funny because, like, what was a, little a hamster. dwarf hamster oh. the size of smaller than my palm. Downright puny. Buddy used to put her in the pocket of his shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my oh, brother yeah. did that with a frog once. <laughs> Jeez. We, my, my, uh, my uncle has a barn. I guess you, yeah, he has a barn out on Port Bay, and, uh, I don't know. We were over there for uh, it's like a some holiday or something, and uh, we were pretty pretty into the beer, and uh, <laughs> we found a frog hopping down the road. We were going for a walk or whatever. We uh, and there was a frog hopping down the road, and my brother grabbed it, and it was me, him, and my two cousins, and my because he had like a flannel on, and my cousin's like, "Oh, put it in your pocket." <laughs> Buddy tries to put it in his pants pocket. He starts opening his pants. He's like, "No, not that with your shirt pocket." <laughs> Oh my god! Oh god! Oh, that's great. So, uh, how was everybody's work week? Oh, it wasn't bad. It was a fairly easy week for me, I guess you could say. Um, let's see. Any overtime? No, actually, no. Luckily, it was a short week. I had Monday off for Memorial Day, and uh, there was so they have the summer baseball starting. So I've got to start setting up games for that. So I had to set up one. I think it was yesterday. I think, say Saturday, Thursday or Friday, one of the two. It so was, it was Thursday. Thursday, yeah, Thursday, because I, yeah, because I'm out. I work outside, and sometimes I'll see Jed going to his internship. Hello, Jed. So, um, that, and then yesterday we tore down the track because there's no more track meets and stuff. So we took all the like the pole vault mats and put them back in the barn and stuff. But, mm-hmm. and it was nice because. Yesterday, so last Friday, or last Thursday, I guess you could say, because I had off Friday, one other kid that I work with and I both got to leave two hours early because when we had Special Olympics, um, everybody got to leave like when it was over, and you know we stayed till our normal time. So last week, another kid and I got to leave two hours early, and so yesterday, everybody else left two hours early. There was like three other people, my boss and two other people left two hours early. So him and I were just basically screwing around after lunch, and uh, we had to, because we got baseball mix delivered, like two giant truckloads of baseball mix, so there's like a big pile of dirt next to one of our barns that's probably, I don't know, I don't know, probably at least 10 feet high, 12 feet high, whatever. What's that for, the base paths? Yeah, basically, like, come springtime, we'll, like, fill in the low spots on the field and stuff, Mm -hmm. and uh, so we had to go find a tarp. We had to go up to the hardware store, buy a tarp, and cover that up. And my boss is like, yeah, I th- think like a 60 by 40 tarp will be fine. Jeez. And it was way too much. Yeah, that's <laughs> we, a big tarp. Yeah, we went and found one. We we probably used maybe half of it. No kidding. So we, and it, was, it wasn't windy like it is today, but there was a little bit of wind, and any wind just caught that thing, and we were having a hell of a time trying to get it. <laughs> to stay down but just the two of you yeah oh god yeah so we got it eventually but lisa it wasn't it wasn't uh a, a hard week by any means it was freaking hot this week though it was i had to set up a couple of soccer fields i think i had to build a soccer field so that took a couple days but i was definitely sweating what about you squatch how's it going second yeah. weekend yeah how's work going pretty smooth until friday i mean you know friday or yesterday um 
just waxing jet skis and stuff like that, getting everything ready for people because the warmer but weather was coming. People can't wax their own jet skis? Well, they pay us to do it. So oh, I mean, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Huh? It's re- there's really nothing to it. I mean, besides it's a pain in the ass when it gets hot out and then you have to bring the tent yeah. out so the wax doesn't dry up immediately. Because yeah. with, the, with the buffer, the wax still has to be wet. Mm. So when you're working on a dark blue jet ski and it's 85 out... <laughs> It's a little annoying. They got any fish over there under the I'm about backs? to make him come wax my boat. <laughs> you you offer the right price, I'll do it. Oh, free 99, bubble. Oh, free 99. I don't know about that. Oh, it's a favor. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so fish under the docks. There's a lot of fish. There's like every dock you look at, there's at least 15 bluegills and a couple largies. So... What would happen if we just showed up there and started fishing one day? Would we get kicked out? Or? Yeah, you will get kicked no, out, right. no. um, it, the There's a sign right out front that says Patreons gotcha. only. So. Stinky. Well, we know two people that work there. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I was talking to Hunter about it yesterday. I was going to wait a little bit, you yeah. know, get to know yeah, everybody a, a little idea. more and mm-hmm. then yeah. see eventually if we can fish and maybe yep. squeeze in a duck hunt off that point a couple times. I don't see why they'd complain <laughs> about a duck hunt. I mean, it's late in the year, like yeah, after the boats are put away, yep. you know. I mean, it, it's not like we're going to be shooting. No, we're shooting even, out over the water. Not even shooting yeah. remotely close to a boat. Right. But, yeah, as far as work, as of yesterday, it was fine all day. And then uh, about 10 minutes before we get ready to leave, we get word that we have a boat sinking. Oh, baby. Uh-oh. <laughs> so uh, my cousin Nick, he's the mechanic there, and he's the one that actually got me in there. Um, this boat hasn't been in the water since 2014. Jeez. All of a sudden, uh, Bite just decides to put it in. I I don't know. So um, Nick was, like, looking at the plugs and everything because, you know, it's what you got to do. And the plugs have a plastic handle on them. So he goes to turn the plug off, and it snaps the handle. So we're all like, okay, well, now what? And um, Jim, the big boss, he um, he was saying, well, we can run to the hardware store and get a new plug real quick. And Nick was like, I mean, it should be fine if we have most of the plugs in for the day. Famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours, or the next day. Yeah, it was the next day. We put that boat in Thursday with the crane. So, yeah, Friday, time is before we get ready to go. We get word that boat is halfway underwater. So, we're all scrambling around. Nick grabs the pumps. We fly over there in the truck and sat there for about an hour pumping out the boat. And then finally got the... It's like a little bilge pump that you hook up to a battery and put it in there. Finally got that going, and then Nick's best friend calls him. Hey, I'm stranded out on the bay with no gas in my Jeez. boat. That's Dan- Daniel. <laughs> so Nick's like, well, let me finish doing this, and then I'll be over there. Yeah, you're floating. You can wait a minute. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So uh, luckily, Dan had another buddy out on the water. They, they were going out to get dinner or something. I don't know. That's besides the point. But uh, so he called him. He came over to our marina and grabbed some gas and went back to him. So perfect. Didn't have to go out there. So I would assume that's on the owner of the boat, right? If the plugs are shit and that boat sinks, it. I mean, or is it like on you guys? Oh, my boat's at your dock, so it's your fault that my boat sank. I don't really know how it works, but if I imagine, because the mechanic is supposed to look everything over and make sure it works, that doesn't happen. 
and make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> yes, and they're supposed to test drive it before they give it to the customer. Gotcha. But the customer is out of state <laughs> until right. next week. So thankfully, he wasn't here just yet. Hopefully, he's not listening. Yeah, yeah right. If you are, I'm sorry, but your boat will be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, thankfully, we caught it when we did, or it would have been toast. I mean, half the engine was full of water, so Oof. we're going to, or he's going to have to go through and make sure everything's all right. Mm-hmm. Get some more plugs. That that engine, it's from Italy, hmm. and it's got like six different plugs to it. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't mean to interrupt. No, you're fine. I uh I went sailing again this week. Oh, with, did you? Yeah, with my boss on Wednesday. Where, Fairhaven? Yeah, so that's where he has his uh, mooring, and uh, it was fun. Um, it was just like, he talked to me on Monday or Tuesday, actually, when we went back to work, he's like, you want to go sailing this week? I'm like, yeah, sure. I, you know, Brooke has school on Wednesday, so I can go tomorrow, Wednesday. He's like, yeah, okay. So we, I met him at his house after work and went down and, uh, hopped in the boat and on the bay, on fair, on the bay in Fairhaven, it was, there was some decent wind. So we did what they call like sailing off the mooring. We just raised the sails, didn't fire up the motor and just sailed off the mooring. Then we eventually fired up the motor and then went out in the lake. But the lake, there was like no wind in the lake. It was weird. It was because there was wind in the bay, but not in the lake. So we just kind of floated around for a minute and dragged some lures, see if we could catch a smallmouth or something. But no luck on that. So we were out there for, I don't know, probably an hour or two and just went went back to went back to the mooring. So he where he was moored or, moored or wherever, where he had his boat. He called up a guy because he wanted a different one because the keel on his boat, the weight underneath it is on his new boat is a lot shorter than the other one. So it can go in a lot shallower mm. water. So he wanted this other mooring that was kind of out of the way of boat traffic because where his other one was, was like right, not in the middle of the bay, but out closer to the middle of the bay where, uh, you know, boats were going by and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, I want this other one that was like behind it that no one's using. So. When we came back, we switched from the one, because he's got like a, I don't know what you call it, not a lifeboat, but like a little boat. That like you, a dinghy. Yeah, a dinghy, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You get out to the boat in. So we had to take that from the mooring that he was on over to the new one. First, we went over to the new one and made sure there was like a rope on it to tie stuff off to, and there wasn't, so we had to put he had to put a line on there. So we went back, got the dinghy, and then moored up the boat, but it was... Uh, then after that, we went and got some dinner at uh, one of the bars there in Fairhaven. Had a couple beers, and it was it was good. I I mean, it was something to do after work, more or less. I mean, better mm-hmm. than sitting at home doing nothing all night. So, mm-hmm. so a question I have for you is: sailing more fun than people actually make it out to seem? Like a lot of people make it seem like it's not that interesting. I guess it depends on. I don't really know. It's personally. It's more fun than I expected it to be. Like, it's a lot of work. Don't get me wrong, because... Is it kind of like golf, where it's more fun to actually do it than to watch people do it? Maybe. I mean, probably. It's hard to explain, I guess, but um, I like doing it because it's, it's a lot easier than you would think. But it's a lot of work. You can It's not. You know. Obviously, it's not a motorboat. You don't just sit there and turn the key. Yeah. And go. yeah. I mean, you can. There's obviously a motor on it, but um, it's like you got to pay attention to the wind. There's a little like wind thing at the top, and there's like a V at, that points back or something, and the you got to make sure the arrow is not, you know, in a certain spot so you're catching the wind right or whatever. 
I don't know. I don't know how to explain it really, but it's a lot of work. But to me, I like it. It's fun. Um, it's a especially if there's no win. It's a good drinking sport. Yeah. You know, like when we like I, when I was telling you when we came from Brockport, we were just motoring most of the way, so we were just putting the boat on autopilot and just drinking beer. Yeah, it's like you got to pay attention to the wind. You got to, you know what to do with the sails and stuff like at certain times because there's like the front sail is called a jib and to catch the wind right, you got a, a jib, not a jed. Oh. <laughs> J-I-B. And you got to like, so there's two lines coming off of the jib and you got to like let one line go and then crank the other one in so you can pull the sail to the other side of the boat and catch the wind. And then basically, because you're just zigzagging mm. to try to catch the wind to go where you want. Sure. And, uh, but it's it's a lot more like, I don't know what the word is, but you got to think about it a lot. It's a lot of work, but it's fun. I like doing it. Um, my boss has a fairly small boat, so it's easy to maneuver and stuff. So I don't know. I would say if you haven't done it it's worth a shot i don't personally like say i don't i didn't think i would like it as much as i did but it's i don't think i could go on any like really long journeys just sailing but it's fun to just screw around with yeah so the reason i asked that is because i actually got offered to go to sailing camp a couple of years ago oh my brother did that for at the sodas bay sailing. yeah, yeah, yeah my brother was, did that. i was thinking about it but i was like i mean sailboats are kind of boring but not I mean, as good I'm, as a bass boat <laughs> yeah. no definitely not i'll give you that yeah. i'd definitely be a, rather be in a bass boat but. bass boats are even more fun when they run huh yeah <laughs> yeah well, i wouldn't know speaking of not running boats i think i just found out my my overheating problem on my boat i think really? uh, yeah i think the dumbass took it to the ocean because he's got a key west sticker on it and he didn't clean it properly you got to oh, clean yeah, it properly salt water i just water yeah. i just cleaned a key west boat the other day yeah, I think this guy didn't clean it, put it in the lake or into Lake Ontario, and now there's a bunch of rust in it. So I got to run this uh, this descaler through it. Wow. So I'm hoping that's gonna fix the problem. But I've spent countless hours trying to figure out why it's overheating, and I talked to this guy at uh, West Marine, and he thinks that. What'd you get? What? Or what kind of boat you? Got? Oh, it's a 23 foot uh, Chaparral Sinesta open bow. That nice. was my biggest thing. I wanted a big boat that was open bow. Yeah. Because you know, like I. I I want to be able to relax on it, go hang out with the boys, have a beer on the on the bay, but at the same time, I want that bow to be open so I could, you know, cast a rod if sure, I want to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Because I was just thinking, because my dad, he's kind of looking looking ish for a boat, and he hates open bow. He really, said, yep. Because I love it. He's more of a if I have a bow, I want to throw my stuff under there and store it. Now it's for dry storage. If and he he always says, you know, because He's like, open bows, you can only go out when it's glass calm. You can't go out with any chop because the people in the front will get slammed up and down. Oh, I don't, yeah, get I don't, them out of here. I don't know how true that is, but. <laughs> it's true. You know. I mean, you get on, if it's if it's bumpy, you throw someone on the front, it's not that fun, but I don't care. Yeah. I'm not riding the front. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, like a rough boat ride brings the fun to it. Right. Yeah. Well, like, normally, I'm not going on like a freaking mile-long boat ride. I'm right. going to get out of the Genesee River to either go to Aronacoit Bay or Durand Beach, and I'm going to park the boat, and I'm going to hang out. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to be on the beach where all these people are. I want to be on my boat, go to the beach if I want to. Yeah. Oh, you got to fish a tournament on a Sodus Bay when it's rough, and you know the smallmouth are biting in the lake. Yeah. It is about a 40-minute <laughs> ride to Oswego. Oh, screw that. Try yeah. being on a sailboat. 
<laughs> yeah, probably, no kidding. It's probably about six hours to us. We go. I did I got, that boat ride one time, <laughs> never again, no. because it was raining and it was windy and it was cold. And then you go never sixty again. miles an hour in that rain. It was a like, lot faster hell. than sixty. Yeah. <laughs> so what's crazy with my boat? Even though it's open bow, a lot of people complain about not having storage. Dude, I have a pooper on my boat, and I have plenty of storage. I could fit into the storage with two other people. Mm-hmm. So Dang. I got yeah, I got plenty of storage. It's like. Right behind the captain's chair. So I guess right in front of it, there's storage in there, and you could easily fit three of me in there. And then the pooper could fit three of me in there. Jeez. But yeah, at, at, at the same time, my dad's <laughs> looking for, like, a small boat. He's, okay. he's like, oh, I want something like a... 18-foot? Like yeah, seven, 16 to 18-foot, like, aluminum. The old flat-bottom girl, baby. Yeah. and he's, Not if it has an open bow, apparently. He <laughs> says he, he wants a... Uh, he, he likes outboards. He said they're easy to... He thinks very practically. That's, yeah, so I'd much rather would have had an outboard. I got he, an inboard. Yeah, he wants an outboard because they're easy to winterize and stuff. He wants. Uh, he says all oh, the open bows. There's just one more canvas to take care of all this other stuff. It's like, yeah, I understand, but at the same time, like you said, if it, I'm it's out some, the, if you're just sitting there hanging out with people, then right. it's somewhere to sit down. You can, like, you say toss a lure off the front or whatever. Exactly. If I mean, I'm out on the lake, I want to be looking at the lake. I'm not going under the right. freaking boat to hang out under the boat. No, I'm on the lake. I'm going to be, I want, right. I want to be out. I want, I'm outside. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, really, if you think about it, just like anything else, if you take care of it, there should be nothing to worry about. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you look at my boat, everything's great until you look at that engine and it's. <laughs> How much it's is rough. it? Can you still get those engines? What's in it? Uh, it's a 5.0 Mercruiser, so I'm looking about 11 grand if I wanted to replace that entire engine. Wow, not fun. Yeah, if <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's just like a Chevy motor, isn't it? Mercruiser. I don't know. I hear mixed things. Some people tell me that mine's a Ford, but then mm-hmm. you look them up, and then they say they're GM. So I don't. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. I get told two different things, so right. I I don't know. I think you should just throw a 350 small block in it. I think I'm about to throw the old Ranger engine in there. <laughs> <laughs> Manual boat. <laughs> Got a shift. <laughs> oh, why does it sound more like we're bogging out? Oh, one sec, sorry. <laughs> I forgot to push the clutch in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, back to work weeks. How was yours, Hunter? Uh, it was good. What'd you do? Not a whole lot. I mean, Monday was Memorial Day, so luckily I had that off. Did a bunch of yard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you um, said you had mulch to put down. Yeah, right? I put like 16 bags of mulch down. Wow. Mm-hmm. Got the garden planted, um, you know, just did that kind of stuff. But work was easy, nothing to complain about. Good Thursday, we had a good little uh, booze cruise, didn't we, Jerry? Oh yeah, yeah, that was fun. I I came home and uh, Brooke stayed late from work and or at work, and I'm, I was sitting there watching SpongeBob on TV, and Hunter <laughs> called me up and said, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm watching SpongeBob." He said, "Oh, you want to go on a booze cruise to me and Bud?" I'm like, "Hell yeah, I'm there." Yep. So we, had to, so we hooked our post pounder up to our excavator, and I pounded two posts with it, and the seal went, so it was leaking hydraulic oil everywhere. So we went to Ontario to drop it off to get fixed, and uh, we came back, and my dad's like, I think we're going to grab a couple beers and just go for a ride around. We'll get the apples or whack of apples. And then I see Jer's home. I see his truck, so I'm going to go, well, you want to see if Jer Francis wants to go? <laughs> he goes, yeah, sure. So I call him up. I go, what are you doing? watching spongebob <laughs> like you want to go on a booze cruise sure let me get some clothes on <laughs> but he's watching spongebob in the nude no i just had my lounging clothes on yeah so we came over picked him up we went for a hell of a ride it yeah was that was good a couple hours and we went all over yeah it was fun yeah we were 
checking out uh you know other people's orchard around and yeah comparing them told bud i was like well, what do you do all day just drive around everybody else's orchard and <laughs> check out their apples yeah pretty much <laughs> get some ideas yeah on what to do or what not to do yep. what about you droop how was your work week um it was eventful was it, it yeah cause, in a good way or a bad way uh both oh. so right now i'm getting pretty freaking busy with uh I, i'm getting busy because we just had our our main setup guy quit and so they're like really pushing me to learn a bunch of everything right now and so it was just it was busy they're throwing throwing me this throwing me that i'm having to you know pick up a lot of slack now mm-hmm. so it's just like you know and I'm, I'm also trying to do better like myself so like instead of like you know checking my phone every like half hour just to see what's going on i i put my phone away didn't have it all day all this week and real busy pretty much yeah um, well, that's good nothing bad i guess i mean no nothing really bad happened nothing really good happened just busy just busy and real busy nose to the grind yep good just making a bunch of parts good good you know, deal making chevy transmissions right now so now they might start finally running good but <laughs> built by droop yeah built by droop you get to sign them you know like a little artist creation yeah, dude, little no, signature burn them dude i'll just start putting droopy right in there the, you in, go right in the transmission there you go oh yeah um speaking of building stuff you dabble in building like wooden lures i know you built a banana for hunter I would oh s- yeah. yeah i would say dabbling very lightly because like it's like i'll build like a lure a year yeah. how'd you how'd you get into that <laughs> um just, Felt like you want to do it someday, or just because you know during the winter, I, ice, I never really got into ice fishing because I didn't have anyone to ice fish with, and mm-hmm. ice fishing by yourself just sounds real sketchy. So yeah. I never got into ice fishing, and so during the winter, it's like I, I started tying flies. So I started tying flies in high or junior high. I started learning how to tie flies. I took two fly fly tying classes to learn. Um, so I, I like I wanted to I stopped fly fishing, which I regret. I want to get back into fly fishing. But uh, I was like, well, now I kind of want to make other lures. So I started by literally taking spoons, like actual spoons, sawing them off. What's this kid going you on? You want to shut up over there? <laughs> Droop's trying to tell a story. Spanky. Must be we're boring him. He's over there on his phone. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, so I literally started taking spoons and drilling holes into them and uh, using those. And I was slaying trout with them. Depending on the sp- – like, I started learning, like, there's spoons that suck, and then there's, like, actual spoons. Like, I'm talking, like, spoons you eat with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got some in my t- – oh, I don't got my tackle box with me, but I do got some still. And I started learning, like, different spoons are actually better than mm-hmm. others. And, like, okay. you can literally buy – go to a store, buy a spoon, cut off the end, and you could use both ends. You can use that other one as, like, a it's, – it's a weird action. It, like, spins, but at the same time wobbles. Mm-hmm. So it's got this really interesting action. So I started turning those into lures, and then I was like, well, now I kind of want to start making real lures. So then I bought all this equipment and started, like, carving lures and then learning how to paint them. And That's cool. It, it's cool when I have the time to do it. It's just I don't got time. Right, yeah. yeah. This winter, Droop was like, oh, I want to get back into making lures. So I, I think I threw out the idea. I was like, make a topwater spook, but, like, in the shape of a banana. Because, yeah, we were playing Fortnite, yeah. and we are all bananas. He goes, make a banana lure. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So sure enough, I mean, I got this thing and it looks mint. I've yet to cut throw it because I'm afraid to lose it. I don't want to lose it. So, I walked that thing. Yeah, he walked it on a pond this spring before the fish were really biting, and it just it walked the walk. It's fun. It's just painting. That's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Carving them is not too bad for me. It's painting them. It's like trying to make like to make that banana look like a banana. Like I'm adding brown into 
the actual body. You can't tell unless like I was to strip the paint. You could see brown under there. I got the yellow. I got a little bit of green in there. Mm-hmm. Like, the the thing looks freaking sick. Mm-hmm. It really does. I tried to make it look like a real banana. Oh, you succeeded. Cool. <laughs> I wanted it to be as close as possible. But I mean, yeah, I, I, I wish I could make more. It's just time. Yeah. It, yeah, it's just like process. everything. Yeah. Just like everything. And I, I was looking to selling them, but it's like I I don't even make up for what I spend on them. And right, yeah, you'd have to sell a ton just to make your money back. Yeah, I'd have to. I I thought about doing like some people make them and then make a mold for them, and then just you know you pour uh, like a plastic. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember the kind of plastic, but you use a certain plastic, and you can just mass make them. Then all you gotta do is paint them. Right. I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna be custom, you want them to be fully custom. Right. I don't want to just start making parts and send them and yep. so i was like eh, i'll just when i get the time i'll make one for somebody and not charge them there's no point in charging them funny thing is is droopy makes the hard baits and i make the soft baits i don't know if i told you guys. no this. i didn't even know you made soft baits so my dad and i got into he's been saying this for years i haven't seen anything i showed you the sunko and the nedrig that i made yeah, you ten got, years ago, you got mold for them, all that stuff. I've I've thought about getting, all the molds, like, getting at, molds. Yeah, in, all the molds are at my dad's house. We just save all like the shit plastics yeah. afterwards that get all ripped up. Yep. Obviously, we can't use Z-Man and stuff like that because it's got that Elastec stuff in it. Yeah. So like regular yums and stuff like that. As soon as they get ripped up, I don't throw them away. I keep them. Yeah. So we take them to my dad's house. He's got all this. Um, what was that thing like a big measuring cup? The glass measuring yep. cups. Oh, a beaker sure, sure. <laughs> and um so yeah we'll melt them down in the microwave i mean granted it stinks and it's not good for you to breathe in oh so no, it's all right you gotta make sure the whole house is opened up and oh just just microwave them and breathe it in <laughs> you'll be good so we've got a four inch senko mold a five inch we have the seven inch curly tail and like a four inch ned rig not a four inch like a three and a half inch ned rig so we do those whenever we get our shit plastics or sometimes if we're feeling antsy we'll order it plastic online and then bring it home and melt it like that but um another thing we do is um i think you've actually used them before but we actually make our own jig heads too and we've we've thought about you know getting a website and everything and doing it online but then you have to go do all that paperwork with the government and yeah. stuff and there's a lot that goes into that. Yeah. It, it we realized it just wasn't worth it yeah. i mean it could be something big or it could just be a fluke Right. I mean, that's something you just have to go like all in on or just yep. do it for a hobby. Well, yeah, because the only time he really had time to do it was on the weekends. Right. So, I mean, we have the stuff to paint the jig heads and everything. I mm-hmm. mean, every color out there. Yeah, yeah, I've I've seriously thought about doing that. Like you said, just taking old old stuff that's ripped up and stuff and melting it down and making it, but I don't know, I just never did. I Googled or, you know, researched the molds and stuff every once in a while, but I just don't have the funds for it and the, whatever. That's the thing is it's not cheap. It's yeah. so expensive to start your own shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how much it costed for you to get everything going. Uh, compressor, like we had to buy the compressor. I had to buy air guns. Just in paint Jeez. stuff, yeah. It's uh, I probably spent 600 bucks just in painting stuff. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. And that's yeah, just exactly. for, yeah. I think I got a hand, but maybe 10 colors. That yeah, are just yeah. basic red, yellow, green, blue. The paints is what kills you. Yeah. I yeah. mean, granted, painting jig heads is a lot easier because you just heat the jig head up and dip, dip it in the in. paint, yeah. and then you let it dry and cool, and you heat it up again, dip it in the hardener mm. so it doesn't chip as easy. Right. And then you got to buy, like, special airbrush cleaner and 
it's it's expensive. That's the other thing. It's just it's it's expensive. And then woods. I mean, woods not that bad. I mean, I can get enough wood to build like ten lures for like twenty bucks. Hmm. That's that's the thing about like making your own plastics too. Is the molds are like forty to fifty dollars a piece. Yeah, I, I was mm-hmm. gonna look in and get least. into it. Yeah, it's, yeah. And some yeah. of the good ones are like the good hundreds. ones are yeah, hundred bucks. Like I was looking at um a craw mold that I'm gonna get this year because I've like using jigs a lot. Mm-hmm. 120 bucks <laughs> well yeah the good molds they're actually cnc yeah yeah they, yeah, no, they go in to... with the machine and they go in and drill it out and precision yeah and not only for the good well, there molds, you go droop make us a mold <laughs> <laughs> 120 bucks <laughs> for the the good molds you actually can't just pour it by hand you have to get an injector yeah yeah i've seen it's like a injectors like a big bucks. syringe kind yeah. of deal yeah. injectors alone are like 50 bucks yep so now I got to get an injector and then the mold on top of that. So I don't fish enough to do that. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I do sometimes. In the spring, obviously, I fish pretty heavy, but yeah, I don't know. Mainly, I want to get the molds for making ice fishing jigs. Yeah, that'd be cool. But those are all injectors, too. But mm. if I can do that, then I don't have to go out and buy them. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Then, you know, I can have produce a mass amount and share some to the boys. Yeah. All right, so is that everything everybody had to say? Well, we're just one more thing before we go. We're going golfing tomorrow, right? Yes, we are. So what time do we want to get up for that? I want to get somewhat early, but I don't want to wake up too early, if that makes sense. I cannot attend the golfing again this week because I have to do uh, fire training. Jed's got to go be a firefighter. He's got to learn how to start fires. I have to do driver (laughs) training I mean, put fires out. (laughs) I got to do driver training tomorrow. July between them. We'll get, we'll get you out, Jed. Don't worry. Plenty of summer left. Plenty of, I, <laughs> I, I don't I don't think I'm gonna have training next weekend. Yeah. So next weekend. Till we say, hey, Jed, you want to go golf? So yep. we go training. Bull. <laughs> I don't know. Well, um, you said know. early. Probably um, want to get at the course yeah, Be at there by eight. Eight thirty, maybe. Yeah, eight thirty at the latest. Be there at eight thirty. Doesn't the matter. How long does it take to get there? Forty minutes, forty-five About minutes, thirty, thirty-five. Yeah. Oh, that's well, you put me behind the wheel. We'll be there in five. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. the ER. Not. I'll put you behind the wheel <laughs> when you have your license. How about that? Hi. How about you put me behind the wheel <laughs> at the course tomorrow? All right. <laughs> Who's going? Just the three of us? I think so. I'm gonna try. Okay. I just got to. You coming back out this way tonight? I, know, I might. Just come right. stay just the night come. down on the table right here. Right here? Yeah. There's a futon right behind you you can oh, sleep on. Yeah. I got a guest bedroom you can sleep in. Dude, I might come then. I just got we we'd have I'm to stop go. at uh <laughs> we'd have to stop at uh Daniel's so I can get my clubs. I left them there with them. Well, well he's on the about, way. Oh yeah. That's on the way. Yeah, he, he lives what? Red Creek or whatever. I, I wish I would have known this earlier because Daniel was just out here earlier. Yeah, I know he told me. Maybe there's another driver training on Thursday. Maybe I'll just go to that one and not go to the one tomorrow. And then so go we're gonna have a five some. That very possible. Well, that we could we can actually do at uh yeah. Very, we, they we don't, don't yeah, we don't yeah. have to. Hey, if Daniel goes, it'll be a six some. Yeah, I'll text That's Daniel right now. Meat. I'll call him. Hey. hey, call him up right now. Get him on the podcast. Say, hey, you, we going golfing tomorrow or I what? I got it right now. Call Daniel. Never oh. mind, Droopy beat me. <laughs> Maybe. She's thinking. Just make sure to put it on speaker and hold your phone up to the mic. Welcome to Quality Bullshit. <laughs> Where the bullshit's worth listening to. <laughs> I'm on their uh, podcast, and we're talking about going golfing tomorrow. You want to go? You're on the air. No, you're oh. in my hand. You're not in the air. <laughs> but I'm levitating, right? 
<laughs> Could be. <laughs> you want to go golfing tomorrow morning? Possibly. I was already planning on going. Good. You want to come with us? I mean, you'd I make got, it an even six. Who's coming out from Rochester to play with me, man? Who's coming out from Rochester? Me. Oh. Hmm? Who? <laughs> oh, Bobby. Yeah. So that'd be seven. Woo! That's going to take like eight yeah, hours. That's going to be a seven Oh, yeah. Big old one. The thing, though, the thing is, though, is Bobby's pretty good at golf. Because I got to get my clubs from you, anyways. And then they're talking about going to Fairhaven. Well, ask him what time he's going. Maybe what time are you going? Meet you there. Oh, shit. Yeah, they want to go at like eight. 30. Yeah. 30. I'll play, a, I'll play nine with you guys and play. Hey. There you that go. Works. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. It's fine with me. Just well, bring I guess I'm going clubs. golfing tomorrow. Yeah, bring my clubs. Yeah. All right. Yeah, cool. Yeah, All right. Love you. Bye. Yeah, call them in the morning. <laughs> I said, love you. Bye. Oh. <laughs> Dude, he hates it. <laughs> Rip. That's a wow, giant Where, where was that caught? Really? Don't be giving out my secret, honey holes. <laughs> Who'd you tell? Huh? Who po- who sent you that picture? Some little kid. All right. Yep. So eight eight. We'll probably leave at like seven thirty. Yeah, I think. works for me. We'll just go from there. Well, I guess I don't leave at seven thirty. We'd be there about eight. Yeah, I mean whatever. we can leave at seven. Yeah, I'll probably 45. if we leave at seven thirty, we can swim by Mix Lab because if you want to get breakfast first. If I'm yeah. gonna come out, it's gonna be late as shit because the race gets done around eleven. So I'm gonna be coming out here at like one. So I gotta at one. Yeah, I gotta figure out what's going on. Cause I gotta drop the kids off too. So oh, it's an hour damn. from my house. Oh rip! So then after that, I gotta come drive. You gotta out go to wherever I'm staying out here. House. Well, isn't Haley going back to your house? Yeah. Tell her to take the kids with her. I'm coming out here. She's gonna want to come out here too. So maybe no. I'll just drive in the morning. Maybe I'll just come out here in the morning. I can wake up early. I wake up at four every day, so. You we'll figure it out. Yeah, you don't you don't have to come with us. I mean, we'd love to have you. I'm not <laughs> saying that. I'm saying we'd love right, to have I see you. How but it is. I'll just stay home. If it's too much, if it's too much to swing, no, then if I've been wanting to get out golfing anyways. Maybe make it eight thirty, and it'd be a little easier. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we can go. Sure. We can leave here by seven forty-five, eight yeah. o'clock. That means I get to sleep in tomorrow. A little bit. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah, then I'll just come out tomorrow morning. Then. All right. Make it a little easier. Let's Sounds like a plan. We'll have something to talk about in. next week. All yeah. right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in this week. Yeah. And, uh, Shout out to Droop and Jed. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Thanks, Thanks for joining for us. Really yeah. appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. This has been Quality Bullshit, where the bullshit is worth listening to.